Hello, I am your host, Ainsley Andrade, and welcome to Behind the Scenes in Hollywood, an interview series where we bring you exclusive conversations with talent and creators from across entertainment. Today, we're joined by the creator of Bounce TV's Act Your Age, Allison Faust. How are you doing, Allison? I'm great, Ainsley. How are you? I'm doing very well now that we're talking. <laughs> so I, I did get to see uh, the first two episodes of Act Your Age, and um, I, I dig it. I, I really like it so far. Would you like to, um, in your own words, just describe really quickly what the show is for, for those who might not know? Sure, and thank you for that. It's a show about three friends, or three women, who at this stage in their lives want to make the rest of their lives the best of their lives. So, you know, they're at an age, they just want to have a good time and be with the people they love. Did you have any specific inspiration that, that brought you to this idea? You know, it's funny because I've been basically doing this idea for a while as far as spec material and things like that. So when Scripps and Bounce came around and said, hey, we want to do a show about, they gave me very loose parameters about three <laughs> women of a certain age living in a certain area and go for it. I just, I went for it. And this is what we came, this is what um, I brought to the table. The style choice of the show in, in, the, in that it's a sitcom. Um, I, I personally really enjoy the 22 minute format myself. Um, was that something that you chose uh, intentionally or did it just happen to fit the, the style of uh, script you were writing? No, we chose it intentionally. Um, I grew up on sitcoms, you know, and I think I wanted these women to have an air of fun. Mm -hmm. And I think there's nothing better than a sitcom to do that. The cast, I got to say, is one of my... That, that was the big thing where I was like, oh, like, you know, uh, when I first saw everybody, just so everyone's aware, uh, there are three main cast members, the the three ladies in question, uh, and they are Yvette Nicole Brown, whom I know from Community. She's one of my favorites. Um, Kim Whitley, who, I mean, the first thing that comes to mind for me is next Friday, uh, uh, though she did a, a long stint on Curb Your Enthusiasm, and, and, and who doesn't know Tisha Campbell from Martin? Um, and they play Angela, Bernadette, and Keisha, um, respectively. What about these three particular actors um, jumped out at you, But besides the obvious? I've always wanted to work with them. And I knew I wanted each character to be uh, funny. I want to work with funny women. I have a list of funny women my whole career I've wanted to work with. And if I got the chance to combine these three, that all three of them were heavy hitters in comedy, I couldn't turn that down. So I literally called each one of them and said, come do this show, come play with me, it'll be a ball. And luckily they were available and wanted to do it. I sent them the script and they loved it and wanted to play. And then they've known each other for 30 years. So they were happy to play with each other, you know? They were already, friends oh yeah yeah they you know it's a small the town gets a little smaller when you start talking about black actors and things like that right. but yeah just the three of them being in comedy this whole time they'd known each other for years wow wow were they um 
not to stir the pot, but I, I, was the list longer than three ladies initially, or did you always have, were you like, these three women are bust? No, uh, for, for each character was different. I right. knew who could play whom. Okay. So within the list of people that I wanted, I had a character in mind. Okay. And um, I have to tell you, they're perfect. Yeah. Yeah, we, they are. <laughs> we, we couldn't have done better than the three we have, you know, and the chemistry and everything. There were other people on the list, you know, and that's just like a dream list or whatever. But uh, somebody who knew better than me up there or whatever <laughs> knew that this is who I needed. And they they definitely filled the bill. Now, they're... Uh... They have three different types of jobs. I was a little fuzzy on what Keisha's jobs job was. I know that Angela is uh, she was the wife of a mayor, if I'm not if if I'm not mistaken. Mm -hmm. Then um, Kim's character Bernadette, she is a like a real estate mogul, right? That she owns the building she lives in. Mm -hmm. um, Keisha's <laughs> what I got from from Keisha's from from Keisha is that she lives in. Florida. <laughs> that was that was what I could gather about her career. She seemed to just have the, uh, you know, she was just, she was just like, oh, let me move, and she just moved from Florida. She was like, I'm bored. <laughs> uh, well, you know what it was. I wanted it to be more about them than what they did. But you're right. Uh, Angela is not. She wasn't just married to a mayor. She's also a lawyer in her own right. Okay. Okay. So she graduated from law school along with her. Uh, husband. And uh, Bernadette is sort of a, a real estate developer. Okay. Started out in real estate and now she's building big places. She owns a lot of buildings, but she's also building like arenas and stuff like that. Keisha, <laughs> <laughs> she's the one who sort of fell into her money. She married money and then divorced oh, okay. money. She okay. divorced money. And oh, then she did say life. that. She did yeah. say that. She was like, after the bank account got full and yada, 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 I was lonely. Right, right, okay, okay. Yeah, she, okay. the first time for love, the second time for money. Right, right, right. Yeah. So they're all doing very well. <laughs> okay, all right, that answers that question. I was like, promoter, is she a club promoter? The first place she brought them was a strip club. I was like, oh, is this familiar? Um, were those job choices, um, was that something you specifically wanted? Like, oh, I want this lady to be a real estate developer. I want this other lady to be, uh, you know, somewhat political. Or did it just kind of fit their the personalities you saw in your mind? No, uh, the the characters were created before I knew who was going to play them. So that's definitely who I wanted them to be because I wanted them to have a sense of independence. Mm -hmm. And uh, they're at an age where if you're going to do that and really make a life of it, they'd be successful by, by then. Right. Um, Angela plays a big part in getting her husband elected. Uh, like I said, she was a lawyer, so she did well on her own and with her husband. Mm -hmm. And Bernadette was the kind of just put her nose to the grindstone and she's had some success. I did base her off a woman that I know. So we oh, yeah. had some stuff to pull from. Gotcha. Actually at that level. And I find her life really interesting. And um, Keisha, again, I want to have, more fun with so she's a free spirit and you can imagine her being the kind of woman that would catch a rich guy's attention and then you know things didn't work out but still she got paid in the divorce so 
Right. <laughs> she said more freedom, so we don't. But she is an artist, you know. Right. That's who she is in her soul. So we'll see that too in the series. I, I noticed that in the beginning, um, we kind of got like right in and right out as far as like um, the guys aspect of it. You know what I mean? Like, like in the first episode, it was established almost immediately. Like, oh. Um, Angela's getting not Angela. I'm sorry, Bernadette's getting married, and then you know, not to spoil it, but by episode's end, that wasn't so much the case anymore. So that the girls could, you know, have that window to move in together. Um, is it gonna be kind of this girls trippy, like we're not really focused about, you know, finding our other halves kind of thing throughout the show that they're doing, or is it? Is this kind of like a setup that may change in as as the show progresses? You know, they may find love. Who knows? Mm -hmm. It's just not a priority at this point. I love your belief sign too. I'm sorry that distracted me a bit. Um, <laughs> but um, right now, we really want to focus on them having a good time and enjoying life. You know, at this stage in their life, at that age. We're not the 20 some year olds just looking for love, like right. full time. We kind of got, I, I don't want to curse. I can't curse on here, right? I mean, we, <laughs> we kind of got shit to do, right. <laughs> you know? So I just want to show them with full lives. And if love happens, it happens. That's great. We're not against it, but it's more of um, these, seeing the friendship of these three women Mm -hmm. and helping each other through the rest of their lives i know you have 16 episodes ready to go the future of this friends group um what what do you see when you think about that beyond this this season i mean i know obviously you're not going to get too specific but in right. general i i see growth i see these specific characters that you met in the pilot in the first two episodes mm -hmm. um I was because even at their age, you can still grow and change, you know, to be more specific. Angela's character, she's the most sort of uptight one yeah. and she has certain rules and regulations. And sometimes she's the devil on your shoulder. Sometimes she's an angel. So I want to open up her world as far as and Keisha such the person to do that. You know, I want to see them who don't necessarily get along in the beginning start to take a, take something from one another, learn from one another. You know, Angela can loosen up. Keisha can rein it in occasionally, you know, and we have uh, Bernadette in the middle who is just sort of, to me, although Kim brought a unique perspective to Bernadette that I love and made her so real, you know, I want her to see her life more than her work. So that's not i'm sorry to interrupt what was the perspective that kim brought was it something a specific choice that she made yeah you know what i i had a conversation with kim before and she was worried because on the page and i get that it kind of read like bernadette was the matriarch or the you know the button-down businesswoman uh but still funny but when i talked to kim i said listen when i developed these characters i took myself and divided them into three people past, present, and future, you know? So 
where Bernadette related to me also is more than just the success. It was the fact that she was a single mother, okay. you know, the fact that she had friends like these and could have a good time. So I told Kim to be herself. Kim was all of those things. Kim's ha Kim has a son. Mm -hmm. So she brought a humanity to it that I really love. Were any of the other contributions that the these actresses made um, to the characters, did they did they alter the characters like dramatically from where you saw them originally or, or did they really help you like bring your vision to life? They totally helped me bring my vision to life. I couldn't imagine anybody else playing Angela but Yvette from right. day one. Uh, Yvette has been my muse for a couple of projects, but I couldn't imagine anyone else. So she's really one of them that I was like, if it's not her, I'm going to have to adjust. And then when I started thinking about Keisha, it had to be Tisha Campbell. Yeah. You know, it had <laughs> to be because people who read the script kind of perceived her as just slutty. And I'm like, no, she's more than that. Right. She's a free spirit. She has a good time, but she's still, you know, I, again, I wanted to put some humanity to it. And Tisha as a person is so warm and loving. I knew she could do that for the character. And, you know, let's not forget, they're all funny as hell. Right, right. You know? <laughs> so it was, again, just a perfect cast. Tisha's character definitely didn't give me uh, slutty when I was watching it. She, right. I didn't, I rarely saw her interact with a male. Like, right. it was right. just her, like you're saying, her, her, her free spirit energy is what was coming through for me. I was like, oh, she's the wild one. She's the one who's gonna yeah. get in trouble. Exactly. I wanted them to be just off of a stereotype, you know, where you think you know what you're getting going in and then we learn more about them and you fall in love with the character. What was the motivation behind making Keisha and um, Angela so opposed? I think everybody has those frenemies in their life. I know I do. Mm -hmm. And just for some reason, when I was writing it, it kept those relationships kept coming back to me. I have this one friend that I love to death, but she always felt like an outsider to a point where, because she was brought in by one of our other friends to a point where something happened. We would go, mm, that's your friend. You <laughs> know? And that phrase kept sticking in my head. Like, I know other people have experienced that. Right. And also, <clears throat> excuse me, with the three of them, it brought in natural conflict that we didn't always have to look outside of their relationship for conflict. Right. Some, you know, they would never hardly ever be on the same side. So there, so it's not so much that like, um, like they don't actually hate each other, right? No. Like I, because I was getting that, and, and first in the beginning, I was like, oh, they don't care for each other. Like that little uh, tit for tat they had in the foyer before their girl comes to the door. But then like when she took the gift and she was like, that's from us. I was like, you know, if y'all really didn't mess with each other, you're not doing that. Like that's like, you're like more sisters than anything. It, it kind of gives. Exactly. They're not like real housewives in any way. Right. They, they are. And where I come from, I grew up in Compton, California. Mm -hmm. And our friendships, um, like a lot of people, if I'm down with you, I'm down with you. Right. They both love Bernadette. They're both down with Bernadette. So, you know, if you like her, I love her. You know, that's that kind of mentality. So they've spent time together through Bernadette. So, so who's your, who is your, um, like target audience in your mind when, when you see the show or when you were making the show? 
honestly, everybody. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't mean to say that like in a naive way. I'm honestly telling the truth. I've been writing comedy for a long time. And I think that everybody um, recognizes a joke. Mm-hmm. You know, wherever funny comes, they show up. I know that it'll be attractive to women, but um, and not necessarily older women. I think younger women will like it too. Look, we all watch the Golden Girls. That's a fact. You know, and it's like you don't because it was funny. You don't go, hey, I'm just talking to women, or hey, I'm just talking to guys. And these women are physical. I know guys like physical comedy, um, and I just think as long as we come from truth and have fun, everybody will tune in. I will be really interested to see who our audience turns out to be. But I wasn't aiming at anyone. Okay. You know, we were just speaking um, what we felt and tried to make the funniest show we could. Part, part of the reason I ask, I guess, is um, like a lot of the newer shows that have been coming out are have been... Um, for lack of a better word, like raunchier, you know what I mean? Not not to say that your show needs to be raunchier, but there was more like, um, like I like when you guys said, uh, what what did she say? She said something about ass. It was Keisha's character, obviously. She said, she said something about ass, and um, I was like, oh, I think that's the first like uh, like semi serious word I've heard so far in the show. So like that and the laughter, and we kind of you know, there's kind of like a quick. Um, uh like we're like we're not hanging on for the the drama you know what i mean it's kind of like mm-hmm. in, in with this joke out with the next joke sort of style that this whole sitcom format has so it was giving like a lighter feel for me yeah. when i was watching it and i was uh, also wondering how intentional that was because i know this show is about these you know uh these women of a certain age but at the same time it's 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 a very accessible uh, product uh, from, from yeah. where I'm sitting. I felt like I could put it on in front of my kids. Yeah, I'm glad I'm glad you got that. And there will be a couple jokes that go over the kids' heads. Right. <laughs> you know, but they can still be in the room. But, you know, my feeling was, um, and not to narrow the audience, Black women have a lot to say. You know, and if we can make it entertaining enough for people to listen and relate, then our audience opens from there. But we never want to get preachy or anything. We just want to exist and be open and vulnerable. And uh, again, it's just a funny show. It's something Mm -hmm. I want to make your day better. I want to, I don't want to necessarily bring you down. And not to say that we won't, that we will avoid issues or anything like that. We'll speak to what it feels is natural for the show. Right. But all in all honesty, it's like, hey, here's 22 minutes. Relax and enjoy. That's exactly how I feel about the format in general. That's kind of why I love it. Like the any anything that I can put on on the train real quick before I get somewhere. Yeah. That's that that's my favorite kind of thing. Um uh, uh speaking of like very special episodes and stuff like that, um are there any specific messages or or themes that you're trying to get across in the show anything that anything you're trying to tell the viewer via your your characters well the great thing is we're set in the dmv area you know they're in virginia mm-hmm. um 
and we're real close to DC. And our two younger characters, Bernie's son, um, who's played by Nathan Anderson, mm -hmm. and Angela's daughter, uh, Mariah Robinson, mm -hmm. they're at an age where they want to get political. And uh... Mariah, who her name is Olivia on the show, mm -hmm. uh, Olivia and Jacob, Mariah, raised by two political people, is very much in that space. Okay. So luckily it feels natural to bring in certain issues uh, through her, you know, in the first season, she'll talk about body positivity and a woman's right to choose, but it's the, our characters take on these issues. You know, it's not wagging the figure kind of thing, but luckily for us with Olivia having this drive and, you know, in your twenties, can't nobody tell you anything. So she goes, you know, head first into these issues and it makes it fun for the rest of us. You know, you have these older women who've been through stuff, but kids don't think you've ever done anything. You've just been sitting on the shelf waiting to be their mother. Right. <laughs> you know? So it's really it's we get into issues like that in a sort of fun way. A lot of the shows that I'm comparing your show with in my head and and um, I'm hope I hope it's taken as a compliment, but it shows like uh like you know fresh prince and like the wayans brothers like it feels like i could put your show in between episodes of those shows and it would feel like oh that's right you know and um uh, one of the things that i enjoyed about like uh like fresh prince when when you get to scenarios um like the one we were just discussing uncle phil had the kind of he had the kind of uh financial freedom that allowed him to, to sort of like mo socio uh political mobility that um black people didn't really have like that on tv you know for the most part yeah. that was like specifically uh a rich white guy thing you know what i mean so um it was nice to see like people other than the danny tanners of the world have that stuff going on and and it kind of is a thing that carried over into your show because like even if uh Olivia were to get into too much of a pickle, it's not like her mother or her mother's or or, or her aunties aren't in a position to like help out or do something right. about it. You know what I mean? Like there are, I mean, they're all adults technically in the show, but like these these ladies are the grownups. You know what mm. I mean? And it's it's nice that they're in what was stereotypically like a like a like like a like a white family's position you know what i mean there, uh, i've seen too many episodes of shows where like there was nothing they could do about the thing that happened and we yeah just, like a talk yeah. at the end of the episode so um i think that's a plus too that these women uh have that kind of financial stability that that's that's not what this show is about like them trying to figure out their bills or, or something like that you can just yeah. like focus on the issue at hand well i i and i don't know who said it but i feel like you have to see it to be it and I like the idea of putting our women in a setting that feels comfortable and us seeing these black people in a penthouse right. with nice clothes and good cars and stuff like that. And not that the show is about that, but just being able to see them comfortable in those environments. I, I, I think that in itself is a good message, you know, and I don't fault the shows where they talk about a struggle. I grew up on Norman Lear. A lot of his shows were about the struggle, good time, and you know, the bunkers, all in the family mod. But you also have the Jeffersons. Right. You know, who were there? 
So, uh, and when we talk about dealing with those issues, he did that with ease and I appreciate that. But I really wanted to see these women. I, I sometimes say that this show is a love letter to the black women in my life, mm. you know, my mother, my friends and whatever. And I wanted to take care of them. And we do that in this show. You know, um, it's funny because Kim was the first to mention. She said, I have never been dressed this nice on the on a show. Oh, no. <laughs> you know, I'm either a hooker or you know, somebody who's poor. But she says, I, she's like, you sure you want me to wear this? This is really nice. <laughs> so, you know, if she felt it, you know, I, I want us at home to feel we deserve this. That's so funny that she said that. It's, I mean, it, it, I can see how she, she has that thought in her head. The first thing I like, the first role that I thought of her in when I saw was her. I was like, oh, next Friday, she's in a nighty for the entire movie, you know. <laughs> so, uh, so I see her point. You know, I mean, she's. I can see why she's thankful you put her in some some clothes and nice clothes at that. Uh, yeah. Her her wedding outfit or potential wedding outfit, I thought was really classy i was thrown off by the pants at first but then we we're like oh we're going to the courthouse and i was like oh that that makes sense will we venture more into like uh olivia and jacob's lives as the show goes on just because i know the other two i, I know that keisha doesn't have any kids right and these uh um bernie and angela only have the one each i'm assuming so far so besides these two playing will they won't they with each other will we see them maybe interact with some other people their age or is it, are they kind of going to float around their their moms no we want to give all the characters full lives okay and uh you will see them excuse me with other young people um because it's they're great they're also funny and great actors and we you yeah. know we want them to be able to stand on their own as well i mean there's nothing better when they interact with uh our older ladies but they're also, as the season progressed, we saw them getting stronger and just nailing stuff. And uh, there are a few scenes where you see them with people their age and things like that. So I mean, I, I'd love to be able to count on them for that. Even just in the first episode, you could I, I could see they had great timing. Yeah. Uh, and they worked well together. But the timing really, especially when like, I mean, uh, obviously, you know, like these things are like, uh, I mean, you rehearse throughout the week, but then when you do that live one, it, it's like a play you know and it, yeah. it's, it's all about the timing and they they were on it so um yeah they both look they both nailed their auditions and again once we saw them there couldn't have been anybody else but them you know not to crap on everybody else who auditioned but <laughs> <laughs> they they were just they became my jacob and olivia right away right you know and uh it was a blessing to get them and i'm just so happy they're here same same well i am super excited to see more of the show honestly i was kind of normally when i get screeners i get like uh they'll send me like like six or eight sometimes i'll get like the whole season and i got two and at first i was like oh only two that's good and i finished the second one and i was like damn they only sent me two <laughs> that's great <laughs> I, I, i'm definitely looking forward to seeing more so that is uh that's coming out march 4th right on yeah. the bounce oh, app bounce. yeah bounce tv the bounce app um i think wherever else they air 
<laughs> it's free on your TV. I know that much. Um, yes. yes. And oh, we just got a post today on Instagram that it's going to be on YouTube TV. So. It, oh, it's it, also going to be on YouTube TV. Yeah, Bounce is going to be on YouTube TV. I mean, there. Look, only thing I can say is, <clears throat> excuse me, not trying to trying to brag, but they get funnier and funnier. Oh no, I believe. <laughs> oh, this is the best job I've ever had, quite honestly. And it, everybody looked forward to coming to work every day, just yeah. to watch these ladies perform, and we just all had a great time. You know, I lucked out your your excellent work aside these three ladies like you said they, it was i couldn't believe all three of them were there to be completely honest i don't think i've ever seen i don't think i've ever seen any combination of them in the same thing if they've I'm, never been together like this they never right. have they've never all worked together like this and they've you've only seen them play second fiddle to someone else that is very true so now they're the three leads and it felt so special from day one. You know, that first shot in the pilot, you talk about the very first shot, I got chills. Because you've never seen them just put out here like, this is who we are and this is who we're going with. You know, these are the people we're betting on. And it just felt so special. You know, um, I get emotional about it just thinking, it's like, why did it take so long? Mm. But I'm so grateful that I got to be the one and I have a great group of writers who were so excited to write for them. They were excited about the show already. And then we cast these women and they were like, oh, this is a dream. Right. <laughs> you know? So I I have a feeling we've got something great here. Absolutely. I mean, you guys are definitely um, definitely doing them justice. And just, just the overall production quality, I can't really tell you how many times we're like, I'm like, oh, this show looks like it's got something. And then it'll be some weird thing where like they only shoot this room from one side and and it, and it's, it starts to give like, Oh, there's no more set. That's why, that's why they're shooting this room this way. Yeah. And, uh, and then it takes you out of the show, but I didn't really have that issue. You know what I mean? I, I always look out for those kinds of things. And especially when it comes to black shows, I, 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 I kind of hold us to like, a standard and like i can't i'm like we this can't be the type of product that we put out into the world and then people think like oh this is what we get when we invest in a black show um but we don't, we don't have any of those issues over here your 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 show cleared that bar thank See? you thank you uh scripts and bounce made that commitment to me and i was like fantastic because what i pictured for these women you know with the set and you know how we have the terrace and the private elevator. I want it to feel luxury because I felt that they deserved it. Right. You know, and that not only could they breathe a little bit, the audience could breathe. And my crew was fantastic because everything I envisioned, they brought to it. Right. You know, we talked about the wardrobe and the set designers. And it was just when I asked them what I wanted and I met the right people. They went full in and all out, and we've got a great looking show. It looks amazing. It really does. Yeah. All right. Well, Allison, thank you so much for your time. It's been a pleasure speaking with you. This is Behind the Scenes in Hollywood. I'm your host, Ainsley Andrade, and you can catch Allison Faust's new show, Act Your Age, on Bounce TV, March 4th.
Thank <laughs> you.